1: there we go hey he's
2: Welcome. recording
1: craig's here uh we're here triple on podcast is here we're around we're here um yeah around what is Is this three weeks in a row yeah.
2: what about what
1: Um uh, making a podcast
2: yeah i think uh every two weeks we've been doing it lately
1: yeah yeah pretty good that's not bad Let's see. We, we season... got
3: flood the market,
1: you know. Yeah. <laughs> we got to make that five cents a podcast. Yeah. We're at, um, this is episode 14 for the year. Holy moly. I know. I know. Um, so hello. Welcome. Hope everybody's doing okay. That out in the, uh, potosphere, the, the uh, normal world, the normal world, whatever's left of that. Yeah, if it's not on fire or locked down, <laughs> we are uh, fine? Well, we hit. We went into a second set of two weeks of a lockdown for this second lockdown. Nice.
2: Uh, so yeah, keep waiting for another lockdown
1: so I get a little more vacation time. Yeah. Well, I still have to fucking work. So, uh. although I mean, it's we've lessened our work shifts, but still. Yeah. Still got to work.
2: I think I got 3 weeks or something like that before they were like, "Yeah, come on I'm back."
1: I'm like shit. Yeah. Been back ever
2: since. And I mean, arguably I I'd, I'd say it's worse now than it was when they locked down the first time, so. Right? Yeah. It's like I guess it doesn't matter.
3: All right.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Uh um, Well, I've got uh, I've got three albums that I guess I'm going to be talking about here.
2: Her, so do I.
1: Her, her. Her.
2: I don't think mine are like brand new. Well, one <laughs> of them was new.
1: You know, I've been digging into a lot more like older stuff lately too. Um, <laughs> I put together like that Stoner Doom playlist, ah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Man, this is a good song." And then I look out; it, it's like from 2013. Like, okay, all right, all right, <laughs> whatever. Yes, cool. I missed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it took uh, a while
2: to get up here. You know?
1: I mean, it's, it's on Spotify, so sometimes it takes a minute for shit to get there. Yeah.
2: The point is, is you
1: found it. Oh, yeah. Um, I drink, can go you, first. You drinking a beer? I am drinking a beer. We'll, we'll a drinking, beer. So <laughs> I just, <laughs> it was a, like a random buy from the yeah. local shop. This is called Salty Crew Blonde mm. Ale, and it mm. says it's a boat beer. And a, if, What the fuck <laughs> is that? Well, you know what? Uh, The explanation is on the can. It says, (laughs) it goes, what is a boat beer? Question mark. It's a beer (laughs) that's crisp, versatile, and refreshing. It's the perfect blank slate. Throw a lime in it, make it bloody, or spice the rim for a classic twist. It's a beer Mm. that goes where no glass can. Whether you're on or off the boat, this will take you back to the days spent finding refuge in the sea. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. Chug a beer while going yachting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just one of those, like, kind of just... You could probably drink, like, a dozen of them and be sober enough to drive when, you, when you're done on the water. Uh, oh, yeah.
3: Let's
2: see what I yeah. got. I
1: got something called
3: Faithful and True Oak-Aged Saison.
2: It's got,
1: like, yeasty chunks at the bottom, I just noticed. Yeah. Is that, in the, is that in the glass? I think that those are, you're supposed to actually pour into a big mug. Yeah.
2: I've been sipping at it because I, you know, don't have a mug handy and I don't care. All right. <laughs> Fucking uh, rebel. Uh, I, got I got this Lili Koi Kepolo, Belgian style white ale, but it had a big tiki guy on it. So that was my uh, tribute to you
1: mm. <laughs> out in Hawaii. I do, <laughs> I do like some Lili Koi. Actually I just had a, like a, a little boy green tea earlier. Ooh. No, it was a lychee green tea. Yeah, Lilicoi's still good. Uh, green tea's tasty as well. Yeah. Uh, well they have one of those like the like the boba shops. They have a boba shop here. Yeah. and um but they make more than just boba, and it was like a yeah, a lychee green tea. It was it's so fucking good. Tasty. <laughs>
3: Ooh, oh pardon me. Pardon me Lord. there,
1: everyone. <laughs> Um, all right, <laughs> that was all rude. right, oh. all right, here we go, here we go, uh, changes, changed, uh, directions here, first, first band I have is, um, yeah, I'm gonna fucking murder the, the, the name, it's Las, Lost Scales Shroud, Las Scales Shroud, yeah, it's like L-A-S-C-A-I-L-L-E apostrophe S, Las scale. Las Scales,
2: I don't know, oh man, is that French, <laughs> it could be,
1: be maybe, <laughs> I mean, they're out of Florida, so no,
2: I guess not. Yeah, <laughs> less yeah. skills.
1: These guys, um, skills. do kind of like well, it's like some doom, some death, um, progressive ish metal. Uh, yeah. this one is actually based on um, The Last of Us Part Two. Oh, wow. So they kind of they kind of dive into you know some more um, video game realms a little bit. This one is yeah. um, let's see, uh, the core of the album um, is a twenty six minute title track based oh, on well. the cyclical infliction of trauma and the pain of unacknowledged hate, violence, and violation. So there hmm. you go.
2: Yeah. Have you um, have you played that game? No. I've watched oh. many
1: many videos about it, but no, I've not. It yet. is but like
2: it's a brutal <laughs> trip through Seattle. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. I'm not can't those super kind of linear, uh, um, like those kind of change.
3: things.
1: Yeah, I I just get kind of bored after a minute, or I forget what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. I, I can't.
2: I think they're making it a HBO show.
1: Yeah. They're supposed to be. We'll see. But, yeah, these guys, uh, band's pretty good. I follow them on a, a bunch of social media, and they're usually pretty interactive, which is nice. Um, mm, lovely. But, yeah, definitely worth checking out. It's You know, it's more uh, more into, like, the nerdier side, you know, of metal <laughs> and stuff, but definitely Certainly
2: worth checking out. Certainly not nerdy. I mean, the people that make fucking J.R.R. R. Tolkien metal. We're,
1: yeah, we're not med- Yeah, That's a thing, too, right? Like... A lot of metal is so fucking nerdy, and as much posturing as people want to have, like they're still fucking nerds. We're all straight up nerds. Yeah,
2: there was. uh, I was talking with some friends earlier, and they're telling me about this D and D themed band, and it's like one of their songs literally starts with "Roll with Initiative."
1: (laughs) 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 Hell yeah, that's amazing. I
2: was to find out the name of that one and post it on the old. Uh, Triple M social medias. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, oh, yeah do. Why not? <laughs> do
3: it. Oh, man. So
2: get that guy. Um, well, the first band I got is a local bunch who I don't know why I didn't download their album before. But <laughs> it's uh, Toxic Rain. Okay. Album is the nuclear waste disposal. Nice. So it's pretty. This one is actually released on 2020, February 2020, so that one's pretty new. So they had another LP out for a while back in 2013. Yeah, <laughs> I got. Jeez. So
3: this one I got off the old band camps.
2: Yeah. And they're a bunch of local guys. So that's pretty, like, I thought it was pretty heavy and fun to listen to. It's, uh, they got thrash metal tagged and speed metal.
1: Yeah, they sound like they would be a thrash metal band. Usually, yeah. some nuclear waste type band oh, is yeah. a thrash metal band. Completely, and, uh, yeah, from like the late '80s. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it fits right in with that vein. And one of yeah. the meets at the cult mead is named after one of the songs of theirs. Oh, okay, it's pretty red. Nice <laughs> album cover okay. has like a river of sludge and a guy with a gas mask and a bunch of toxic waste barrels everywhere.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, because there's what like. Toxic Holocaust and municipal waste, mm-hmm. like, probably fit in that vein. I would bet, probably, yeah.
2: They got me <clears a two throat> of too. It's supposedly on the way. So. Nice.
3: Got to wrap it's up about the little guy. Guys. Yeah. Oh, good uh, That's a uh, eleven tracks of pure thrashing. So,
1: <laughs> yes, I like my thrash. I'm gonna have to check them out. Cause Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, here, here. My next one. Uh, I think I'm not sure if I link these guys to you or not. This is uh <laughs> Sludge and Sludge's or sluggage Sludge. S- S-L-U-G-D-G-E. So not sludge, but sluggage. Sludge. Slug <laughs> themed. Yeah. Um <laughs> these guys, uh, they say that they're black and death metal and mm. we are covered how much we like black and death uh, uh, quite a bit oh, on yeah. the show. <laughs> um, but they almost, some of it almost has, well, they say progressive, I guess it would be progressive. It has like a little bit of like pretty technical, uh, some technical guitar chops in there and some drums as well. Nice. Pretty fucking hooky. Um, really, really well done. Uh, the album is esoteric malacology. Wow, yeah. So <laughs> diving way deep there, going for some words that most people <laughs> don't know. So, but yeah, yeah really fucking good.
2: It. Sounds cool to me though. <laughs>
1: yeah, and the album cover looks like it could be pulled out of like a Lovecraft-oriented Ooh. like story or something. Sounds like some the black metal theme part. Yeah, yeah, super good. It's on Bandcamp. Check them out. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Black metal, death metal, that's like a perfect summation of what we usually listen to. Just need yeah, a to and a little stoner doom in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, my okay. next one is a oddball. I think a buddy of mine from the Mead house showed me these guys. It's called Untamed Land. The album is between the winds. Okay. It, it kind of reminded me of Wayfair because it's atmospheric black metal but with a western theme to it. Huh. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's out there. This is like the second time I've ran into the black metal meets westerns.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, did we talk about one of those before?
2: Yeah, I think one of the first episodes, like the band Wayfair. Cause that's right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes
2: sense. Also uh the same kind of western black metal, which is I don't know how they came across that. Like, oh, I like cowboys and you know black metal, let's do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean fucking like out in the wild west man that was some bleak ass shit you know what yeah. i mean
2: i mean i so, was reading uh, before i started dune i was reading blood meridian again and like that's more of a brutal violent western novel mm-hmm. if you've read it before but it's like it does lend itself to that theme like, oh yeah because if you get away from the 50s movies version where it's all like good guys versus bad guys and everything's hunky dory like it was pretty brutal
1: yeah I've been watching this show, um, well, this channel on YouTube, it's called Weird History, oh, yeah. and they have, uh, like, a bunch of, oh, what was it like to be a doctor back in, you know, the Wild West times, and how fucking <laughs> shitty life was back then, or <laughs> it'll chopping be like, oh, what was- yeah, what was life like being a cowboy in the, you know, this times, and you're like, man, yeah, it's fucking, like, brutal. I don't want to, yeah, I don't, don't want do to do don't need to do <laughs> that, yeah.
3: So, yeah, there's a, my second Wild West Black Metal Panda found so. Nice. <laughs>
2: Shout Go out again. to my buddy Mike for sharing that with me. <laughs> Excellent. Nice.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Mike. What uh, you got now? All right. My yeah, third and going? final one for the, the podcaster. Podcaster. <clears throat> um, podcaster. Uh I'm not. I don't, I don't know if I've talked about them before uh, all them witches. I one of us have. I yeah, all them witches um they're kind of like a psychedelic some stoner rock, I guess. They yeah. they have some like heavy elements to them but they're not like the Sword, you know, yeah. stoner rock kind of like lighter than them. Um mm-hmm. and they have uh, a lot of I don't know, some blues influences as well. I've been listening nice. to All Them Witches for a while. They just came out with a new album called Nothing As The Ideal, right. and it's fantastic. Um, it's got just it. It almost co- could be a little westerny, but it that's probably more of like the blues um, yeah. taken over that like that blues tinge to the music.
0: Um,
1: nice. But I think they're a three piece.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I think I think
1: they are. Yeah, I think so. Let's see here. Yeah, yeah, they're a three piece. Um, and they just do a, such a fucking good job that you don't even really notice that there's not more people. Uh, right. like the, you would think that there is at least four, if not five, people, like hmm. some, like two guitarists, a bassist, and then like vocals and drums or something. but they do such a good job with just three people. Their songwriting is really, really good. Um, hmm. And they like, I don't know, lyrics, like the content and everything, it just seems like they're on a different level, like they're writing about shit um like that actually has some context and some meat to it nice but yeah super super good band um one of my like one of the bands i listen to a lot actually and then they've it's been a while since they came out with a actual album they came out with an ep um i don't know two years ago a year ago but yeah this this new one's super good
2: excellent yeah I i don't remember which one of us brought them up first i know one of us talked about them before
1: yeah, it, it was probably me because I've been listening to them for a while, probably four years now.
2: Yeah. They are excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Excellente. Yeah. I haven't really bought a whole lot of new stuff on Bandcamp because I've been filling my wish list up too much. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it's pretty ridiculous now. I got to go through some of it. Yeah. I do know. Think- Stunken had a new one come out. I have to listen to.
1: Well, uh, and or like, a
2: set of new one. I'm like, Jesus. Man.
1: What was it? Uh, Los Scalas Shroud, the one I was talking about. They came, like, they had a deal on their, uh, whole, all of their albums. It was like, pay $18 for like six or seven albums or something. Yeah, so that's I, like, ridiculous. I jumped on that. <laughs> I grabbed that. Yeah. But yeah, still, my wish list is, is more than my collection on Bandcamp. No.
2: So. <laughs> It'd take a lot to get past my. Actual collection, just because I bought a couple of those massive collection versions.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah.
2: Label sale for like twenty bucks. Like yes, please. <laughs> yeah. I have to check these guys out though. Look pretty cool. Yeah. The Les shroud. Yeah. Right. Covers are pretty trippy looking. The
1: covers are really awesome, and I mean, it's it's rare to find bands that are like you know will, are really to take a risk and talk you know sing it like. Their topics are going to be video games and everything. So
2: yeah, I mean, as long as it's good. Yeah, definitely. Oh, bueno. (laughs) Yeah, one of these covers kind of looks like a movie. I was going to talk about, like a Blade Runner. Oh yeah, yeah. The roads leading north. Mm -hmm. Dude, that looks like straight out of a cyberpunk (laughs) novel. Yeah,
1: (laughs) well, it looks like it could be twenty-seven-seven, right? Yeah, the new one is coming out. Cyberpunk twenty-seven-seven.
2: Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Let's see. Maybe they have a... No, they don't have any notes. Who the hell knows? Maybe it is. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, this was released in 2016. I don't know how long they've been brewing that game for a while.
1: Well, but, I mean, the the game is based on a board game from the 80s. Oh,
2: well, then they have plenty of time.
1: <laughs> yeah, we could Yeah, they could have definitely come up with music about that. <laughs> Indeed.
2: Did the board game also have Keanu?
1: Um, yes. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Can you, you play know.
2: on the board game as Keanu Reeves?
1: <laughs> if you use your imagination, <laughs> you're playing at the game and you're like, Hey, remember that guitarist guy from Bill and Ted? This is him. <laughs> That's who it is. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about?
2: Like, there's no character creation in a board game, man.
1: <laughs> like, Guy, so no, probably people believe like, What? Ted sucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Yeah. All oh, right. Do you want you to got? talk
3: movies or do you want
2: it to just BS some more? There's no rules. Uh,
1: How many bands did you cover?
2: Three.
1: Did you? Did I say my last one? I don't think so. Oh, we we're went off on a all tangent.
2: All right. Yeah. Then my last one is actually a new one. Or Yay! another new one, because Toxic Crane was new. But this one is Haunt, and I know I've talked Haunt. about them before.
1: Yeah, that yeah, that's, they sound familiar.
2: The heavy metal, OG heavy metal sounding band. But they mm-hmm. uh, dropped a new one recently on a one of those Bandcamp Fridays.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: This one's called Triumph. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this band's a lot of fun. And I know I've recently talked about them, because they had a album back in July called Flashback. So mm-hmm. they're just pumping out the content. Nice. I mean, they had another one in January this year. I mean, they're, they're really good and they have pumped out a ton of music recently. geez, so. Yeah. taking advantage of fucking if they're locked down, probably yeah, something, but yeah, their album art's really sick too. Like I like the old kind of look to it. Nice. This one's got blue with a chalice with skulls on it and the, last oh, one yeah. was uh let's see what the last one was it was like a uh, one of those time piece things that i forget what you call them where you turn it over and the sand goes down yeah the hourglass hourglass it had an hourglass of the skeleton next so it was pretty sick
3: yeah yeah
2: but, yeah, if you like picked this up and went back in time and dropped it in like 1986 you would have fit right in nice <laughs> in a good way because it's super
1: fun yeah their album like well not their album but um like the the lettering or like the font for haunt looks yeah. super 80s
3: yeah
1: <laughs> it's uh like pretty cool like if you're into yeah, old
2: school it. heavy metal
1: oh you know me i do you know me? i like that traditional heavy metal <laughs> yeah
2: maybe they should have like rob halford guest vocals or something
1: <laughs> that'd be awesome that'd be, that'd be, be so
2: awesome speaking of halford we were talking about them again because we were like discussing. Metal Christmas albums. Yes. So, like, you had your uh, Christopher Lee from, like, everyone knows him from Lord of the
1: Rings, but he had his yeah. Christmas metal album. I was like, yeah. dude, Rob Halford's is kick-ass. <laughs> that, yeah, what is it? It's Christmas Songs Volume 3 or something. <laughs> I was like, uh, I like, what are you yeah. doing, Rob Halford? But then I was like, this is really good. <laughs> it's so fucking good. There's one track... um, I can't remember the I can't remember which one it was, but man, it's probably one of the best like Christmas songs I've ever heard. And then like it's, you know, one of the best heavy metal Christmas songs ever. Yeah. Is it um yeah. Let me this album. Perfect.
2: Can <laughs> actually look it up.
1: Yeah. Was it Winter Songs uh bu- 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 bu. I think uh, We Three Kings is the one that I'm thinking of. And it just, man, it fucking rocks. Like, it kicks in, and you're like, what? How is this so damn good? Yeah.
2: It's Thank crazy. You. Like, he's his vocals are just insane anyway.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, especially even now. Like,
2: yeah, h- how was. is
1: he still so fucking good?
3: Yeah, I know. He's got to be in his 60s. Hasn't oh, yeah. lost an inch. Giggity. Giggity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's got to be... What How hell old is he? He is 69. Giggity. <laughs> he's actually Funny 69 living. years old. Oh, man. Well, good for Rob. Yeah, good for Rob. Man, yeah, he's still, like, fucking out there kicking ass still. Yeah. One of the OG uh, heavy metalers. Yeah. Uh, did you want to take a break or you wanna plow on through to movies?
2: Um you do need to make a pause break for the old ad, don't you? Uh, yeah. no,
1: there's no rules. There's no rules. Well I have all the beer I need. <laughs> yeah, I mean I got I got beer. So we could like uh let's take a pause right here. Ooh.
0: From regular expenses to occasional splurges. Okay.
2: All
1: right. There's a pause,
2: and we're back. And we're back. Hope you enjoyed that break.
1: <laughs> what, for whatever uh, uh, we commercial have we're throwing out there now,
2: I don't know what they're doing. Hopefully, they're not punting something horrible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Or maybe, or maybe it's cool if they would throw it to something horrible. Like I don't know,
3: skin rover.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's a something band. just. Just brutal.
1: <laughs> Skin removal cream. Like, what?
3: Mm-hmm. Shred
2: it.
1: Or maybe beer. Maybe a beer commercial.
2: Yeah, depending. I mean, I don't really <laughs> want to be associated with punching Bud Light. True. True. <laughs> no,
1: don't drink. There's better shit out there. <laughs> yeah, what is it? There's that one that's from the East Coast, um, from Pennsylvania. They're going to start Ooh. actually like uh, selling oh, outside yeah? of the East Coast. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's got that one fucking crazy name to it. Yeah, oh, man. Come on, yeah, man. Come on. Me.
3: I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying I don't know if you sent
1: me this. Let's see. Uh Yingling. Oh. Yeah, that's an old old one. Yeah, it, well, it's the uh, oldest it's the oldest brewed beer in the United States. Damn. Yeah. And we're finally getting it. we're finally getting it. Yeah, they're finally going to be like, hey, maybe the rest of the United States is like this, not just fucking (laughs) Pennsylvania. We finally made it, guys. We made it. (laughs) Bunch of assholes. I mean, cool people (laughs) that are finally now bringing beer to the rest of the world.
2: Now if we can only get a white castle
1: up in the Northwest. Right? Well, they have those, the frozen ones. Yeah, it's not the same. They're not the same. But you know what? They're actually pretty fucking good.
3: I want my cheesy-ass... Like, White Castle building. Yeah.
1: I don't know if uh, the West Coast or, like, the Pacific Northwest could handle another fucking Burger Chang.
2: Uh, we already have Dix driving. Like, you could close down 90% of the other
1: stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Dix is so good. Mm-hmm.
2: 20 bucks at Dix and the world is your oyster. Mm-hmm. We're talking
1: about... um there's that hot dog cart that's outside uh-huh. of like one of the fucking venues in uh, downtown Seattle. Mm-hmm. I just remember they would, you could go get a good Seattle dog from them. Yeah, you'd like go <laughs> to that's a awesome. show. Yeah, you'd go to a show and like in between the um, like the warm up band, like the local band, and then whoever else is gonna be playing. We would actually yeah. like the opener. We would go and, and grab a hot dog from that cart. Yeah. Mm. So good.
2: It's like smart business, too. Like oh, yeah. Catering to all these hungry metalheads.
3: Mm-hmm. 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 Maybe right. I should buy a hot
1: dog cart. You should buy a hot <laughs> dog cart. <laughs> There's a hot dog cart down in in, Wikes, in Waikiki. Mm-hmm. but they And they also have, like, virg, uh, vegan hot dogs. Oh, yeah. But, man, they look so good.
2: If Red Hot and Tacoma put out a hot dog cart, like, I wouldn't need to go anywhere else.
1: Man, that would be fantastic.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I already I eat know. Red Hot, like, once a week.
1: Yeah. I don't know how they would do it, because they have so many fucking options. Like, they would need, uh-huh. like, like so many condiments.
2: <laughs> yeah. In their cart. <laughs> a separate cart just for condiments.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cart- we usually just go on hot.
2: Thursdays, because they have their test kitchen, so they have all these oh, weird, man. weirdo test things. weirdo! kitchen so good. Yeah. It's like things you wouldn't imagine being put on a hot dog. You're like, well, screw it, I'm gonna eat that. Yeah.
3: But well, I they still would get just like do a like...
2: hound dog on the side, though, because I can't
3: not get a hound dog. Oh, dude. Yeah. 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 Peanut butter and bacon.
1: Yeah, people like when you introduce them to a hound dog, they're like, "No, that's that sounds disgusting." And then they eat it, and you're like, "Well," and they're like, "No mm, so good. Oh, <laughs> no <laughs> 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 so good." I mean, I was on the fence for a while.
2: I think that was like the, one of the last ones I tried on their list. Just because of the like, "How's that mm-hmm. going to be good. And then I ate it. I'm
1: like, holy god. <laughs> it's so good. What was I thinking? There's that other one too, uh, the Tide Flats, where it's the yeah. two hot dogs in one bun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, that man, they like, that was fucking delicious. And they yeah. load it like, they just give it to you. You got to basically eat it with a fork because yeah, there's so much...
2: Total... If you can pick that up and not get it all over yourself, then man, you're a magician.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or you're wearing a bib or something. I don't know. You
2: just need one of those lobster bib slings when you go there.
1: Yeah. God, I miss that
2: fucking place. Soon, bro. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're going to stay in business just because of me alone. So.
1: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. I think we used to go there like once a week, if not once every other week. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, well, that Good. can be our thing. Yeah. Yeah. Go meads. Go hot dogs. Meads. Hot dogs. All
2: right. Movie time. Movie time. I feel like it's an obligatory these days, but I watched both Blade Runners. <laughs> nice. I was like, I wanted to watch 2049 because everyone's like, ah, the smoke looks just like Blade Runner.
1: I was like, well,
2: I haven't watched yeah. that in a while. I guess I should. Yeah. But, but I then you like also I couldn't just watch
1: the second one without watching the first one. And then you also watched the little short films, right? Yeah. What'd you think of those? Those are pretty good. Like the anime I kind of wish was a little longer, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like
2: it was pretty neat how they uh explained what the blackout was, because I know in the movie it mentions the blackout yeah. when all the records are lost. Yep. But, you know, you don't get into it but then you find out like what happened during the blackout is pretty cool
1: in the yeah, anime yeah actually it's really cool. it expands a lot and it, i mean the movie didn't need it but yeah. it also it's really helpful for it
3: mhm yeah so
2: the first blade runner that's one of my favorite movies period so i watch yeah. that every couple years or so
1: but which one do you watch cuz there's like five versions of it
2: i think I watched the final cut. Like okay. I usually would watch the director's cut, but then I have the version with the final, and I haven't seen that one. So I added mm. a lot more shit into it. Yeah, I don't watch the theatrical, and I think there's another version that has like some kind of weird over voice or voiceover that I don't think I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, didn't uh, yeah. It. <laughs> I think the final cut's the one that I watched too, because that's the one that keeps like the unicorn scene. Yeah, there's a bunch of extra
2: little things that, like, make the movie. I don't know why, like, I probably read why they decided to chop it to pieces back then, but it just sounds so stupid.
1: (laughs) Right? And then I don't, it's like, why do you need to take a movie and and fuck it up, like, so so many times? Like, just come out with a fucking movie and, or make the movie how you wanted to do it in the first place.
2: Well, a lot of the times it's the director, like gets hamstrung by the studio because they're like, oh, we're worried that people won't get it or blah, 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 or it's too long. Right. It's like, it's a sci-fi with Harrison Ford. I think the people will sit through about a two and a half hour sci-fi with Harrison Ford.
1: Right. Yeah. And then it could get a little weird too. That's fine. That's what you expect. Like you should trust your audience. Yeah. (laughs) Especially when it's a
2: sci-fi because that's where the nerds are and you don't want to really spoon feed them. Yeah. Ugh. It pisses me off. But another interesting thing is uh, one of the early cuts. They wanted a happy ending for it. Mm-hmm. So they made a uh, Harrison Ford's character run off or Deckard run off with uh, Rachel, but they used B-roll footage from Stanley Kubrick's The Shining when they're flying over the forest in the intro to that movie. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, like they use B roll, like that was them escaping. Was <laughs> the overhead shots of them going to the shining? It was like a kind of
3: weird.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's odd. Like this is where they're going to go get haunted. Yeah,
3: like you're escaping.
2: But if you know where the B roll footage is from, like where are you going? <laughs> yeah. Like I uh, know you're a kick-ass replicant with these guns and shit, but you're not gonna beat a hotel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But you're not you're not sh- touched. You're not a sh- you don't got to shine.
2: Yeah. So like just depending on which version you watch, it's a totally different experience.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I wa- I think I watched the final cut is what yeah. the, is the one. Yeah.
2: That one is probably the best. Yeah, and it's the version I have with like the four DVD discs that... Jesus, like an yeah, ungodly amount of special features and stuff. That's a lot. That's a lot would, in there. Honestly, it's one of my favorites, so I would put down for some a nice Blu-ray version. Yeah. Like I so. try not. I don't really like buy movies just to buy movies. But yeah. if it's something I really enjoy, I'll buy.
1: Because they the don't Blu-ray. even like make fucking DVD players anymore.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean they do put out DVDs, but like, who wants to? Copy of the latest BS. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I don't know anyone that's gonna go buy *Ad Astra* on
1: DVD. Yeah, well, because you can fucking just watch it on HBO or Netflix after yeah. two months.
3: But yeah. yeah, I still have the
2: analog bone in me though, because I buy Criterion versions of movies I want to see if they're like right in that collection, because they have a ton of extras. Right.
1: Yeah, that's what makes it worth it. That, like.
2: There are people, like, they do release DVDs, but they're, like, light on special features, and it's just the movie. Like, I don't see the point.
1: Yeah. You're like, what? Why?
2: I don't know, Unless you live somewhere where you can't get streaming, then I guess, but... Sure. Like, it better have some special features on there if you're going to expect me to pay, like, 20 bucks for a (laughs) thing. Yeah. But um, I watched that, and obviously it's one of my favorites. like, the whole ambience of the movie... And the way Ridley kind of built the world to it. hmm. Super cool. Like, uh, I think there's a massive difference between that and 2049, just aesthetically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, like, there's that, a lot of the technologies and the cars and shit. Like, all that kind of feels the same. It's just, just well, the way Denis made his movie was different looking than Ridley's.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that there were some nods to the original in 2049, mm-hmm. but overall, you know, he, there was just like a progression in, in the look and feel.
3: Yeah.
2: I know. Uh, I think it was the times they were in when they made Blade Runner, the first one, because mm-hmm. a lot of the technology felt more analog style. Yeah. Like nowadays, if you make a sci fi, it's like all digitized and touch screens or, you know, invisible screens and shit. Right, right. Didn't have that back then. So it kind of had more of a retro feel, even though it's a futuristic sci fi.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, you just didn't have the technology. Or if you did, like, it would just look so clunky, like trash. Yeah.
2: And yeah. I That's appreciated like, how they kind of kept that. Thread in 2049, because they watched some of the mm-hmm. special features, and Denis was big on practical effects. Yeah. Well, a lot of that
1: stuff still had that same kind of futuristic analog feel. <laughs> uh, also, I'm pretty sure that I've been murdering his last name since I've been saying it. Villeneuve. Because Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Like, I always thought it was Villanueva. Yeah, that's but, how it looks, but we're double no, it's. <laughs> well, yeah, we're dumb Americans because I was watching the um uh, specials on Dune. Yeah, like, oh, Daddy, and I'm like, like
2: oh God!
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry, Daddy. I uh, oh, this
2: entire time I screwed I up, failed you. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna come out and directly chastise us. Probably can't Probably. even say my name, you piss
1: <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like something he would do. Definitely. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. He sounds like like one of the nicest probably oh, people in Hollywood.
2: Yeah, he's so so goddamn talented. Like, yeah, Enemy I watched recently. It's ridiculous.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mm-hmm. loved Enemy, but I mean, obviously the Blade Runner. Uh,
1: yeah, Arrival. Arrival fantastic. is yeah, it's, it's so good. I think that was like the probably the first movie. Of his that I saw, um, and I was just like fucking blown away. I remember when it was over, I was like, What the? Because you know, it's like once you go, when you are are into movies, yeah, I'm not like no fucking Siskel and Ebert, but you (laughs) can usually figure out how the fucking movie is going to progress and how it's going to end and everything. Yeah, Yeah, M. uh Night Shyamalan might throw on some fucking twist at the end or some shit. That's stupid, like Mm -hmm. it's a stupid twist. And Arrival's twist was just, they were like, what the? F- it was fucking mind blowing.
2: Yeah, I was. I all well, the kid back shots and stuff. I was like, I didn't understand quite what it was until the <laughs> end. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Prisoners, but I think it's streaming on Netflix. So I was gonna watch that tonight.
1: That one is fucking brutal. Oh yeah. It's good. I mean, it's good. But man, it, there's some oof. It's got the old Jake J halls. Yep. Yep. It's got like, Jaco and and he, I think he's uh, working
2: on another one with him.
1: Hugh Jacko. It's got Hugh Jacko and uh Jillo. Hugh Jacko. Huge, <laughs> huge jacked man. It's got huge jacked man. You know, Wolverine versus <laughs> what, oh, Dr. Yeah, Doctor Rock. <laughs> no, he was Mysterio. That's who he was. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, so it was it was Wolverine versus Mysterio. Um my man could
2: have just done that.
1: <laughs> oh, man, that would have been all right. I guess <laughs> I would watch
2: that movie. <laughs> it's two you hours of Wolverine going, what,
1: what, <laughs> what's going on here? God damn it. Oh, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, I would watch it. Yeah,
2: I'm going to watch that. Uh is excellent.
1: Oh, yeah. Sicario is super good. Freaking Benicio. Yeah. Come
3: on.
2: That was a um, twist. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. see that coming. Like, I don't associate him with just twist movies.
0: So right. when it comes from a
2: director that isn't a twist guy, it's pretty cool. You go to a Shyamalan movie, though, like you were saying, and you're like, something's going to happen. Yeah, you just expect it. Like, it's oh. coming. It's Oh, there it is. Oh, that's what it was? Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yep. you're like, wow, well, that was okay. I didn't Neat. see his uh, unbreakable
2: sequels, though, so. I haven't either. It was like Glass and something else. I, I, I didn't
1: even care yeah. about the first one. It was Emily but, Blunt was in ooh. Sicario too, and she did a fucking fantastic job. Yeah, she was excellent. Yeah. Mr. Josh Brolin. Mm-hmm. Thanos himself. It's so funny how Marvel, like, the cat, like, so many people in Marvel are in all of these other movies, of course, because yeah. Marvel's so huge now, but you had, like, Benicio Del Toro was a collector. Josh Brolin was <laughs> Thanos. Um, then, uh, what's his face? He played Punisher. He's in there. Oh, uh, in the TV
3: show?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I forget his name. He was the walking dead guy, right?
1: Yep. The walking dead jo- John Barrenthal. Yeah. Get in the house.
2: Yeah. Um, if we're going to talk about the knee, I feel like we should probably wax poetic about that trailer for Dune a little.
1: Oh my God. It Ugh. looks so good. I'm so freaking excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm so hyped for that. Like, the the look and the feel from the trailer, like, of Dune, and then of, like, the other characters and everything. Man! Uh, it looks so good. Like,
2: I knew he hasn't failed me yet, so when I saw he was tagged on that project when it started, I was like, I'm already interested. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, and that, and he's he's not one that was, is going to take on a project if he has to like sacrifice. Yeah. Um,
2: he has to do it right. In order to make it. And obviously his you know, uh level like threshold for quality is really high. So.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't say it in the trailer, but he's already confirmed that it's supposed to be two movies. Cause he's like, yeah. I'm not going to make this as just one movie. There's too much.
2: Yeah. There's way too much. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm reading the book. Per our uh, little reading group we're in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, even two chapters in, I'm like, there's no way that's like a whole episode of a mini series.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's so it's so dense. Like, there's so much to everything. Yeah,
2: which is you know it makes for a, kind of a slog of a read, but I appreciate yeah. the detail.
1: Well, it's like once you kind of get rolling, once everything is is moving. You know, yeah. then it, it picks up and it's, you know, not so much of a slog. It's kind of like when you first start reading, like, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, the first half of the first book, I didn't know what the fuck was going on because it was just yeah. so much information. And then <laughs> you you finally got to, like, start figuring it out. You're like, oh, okay, this is all, it's all interacting. I, this is who this person is and everything.
2: Yeah. I was so naive back when I started that. Game yeah. Of- I think I started reading it in like 2011 or 2012 and I was like, yeah, I'm kind of late to the game. By the time I catch up, they'll probably have the last book out.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <nope. Nope. laughs> nope. I Oh, I've oh, been reading a it. Since... Child. <laughs> Let's see. I think I first, I read the first book in like 2004, 2005. Yeah. And then I like, I would, I read all the way up to uh, what was out at the time for those books. And then, you know, every time one would come out I'd pick it up and read it right away. But yeah, now it's like, you know, I'm one of those ones is like waiting, waiting for, him for him to bring <laughs> out the fucking book.
2: But we're not um, even like the
1: OG ones. Like they it started back in like the nineties. Uh, yeah. I was thinking it was like 99. I think it's when uh, the first book came out. Yeah.
2: And I mean, it's a good book. It's very thick yeah. and thorough and he's just a
1: slow writer. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. Well, and also, I you know he doesn't just want to kick out content for content sake. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping like if it ends the same way, the show ends up like at least give me like I hope that he spends the time to make it make sense because they just shoehorn the fuck out of it. Oh yeah, TV well show. he is
1: he's he's come out and said now of course it might turn out to be uh, wrong, but he's said that the the show and the book are supposed to end differently. Okay, good. Yeah. So I mean, like how differently, gets... or if it's accurate at all, who knows? Who fucking knows? Will, so maybe we'll find out. Yeah, maybe we'll find out. Jesus.
2: If I did the show, you could have still made the Khaleesi the freaking queen because that's who I was backing. Yeah. <laughs> like so yeah, much, geez. you burned down a fucking village. We get over that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we can, we're done. Horrible things uh,
2: happen everywhere in this damn world. Get over it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh speaking of S- Spider Man. Spider Man. Uh,
3: Spider Man. <laughs> oh, I, I watched
1: um Devil All the Time. Ooh. And Devil All the Time has Tom Holland, who's hey. Spider-Man. And then it has uh Robert Pattinson, who is oh. to be the new Batman. Yeah. And then uh it has Sebastian Stan in it, who is Winter Soldier. Hmm. So uh, you have B V S B V W S, I guess. <laughs> Batman versus Spider Man. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that Spider Man would come out on top. He just he
2: just has bat bug spray in his belt, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: Prep time, bro. Um but it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. It's definitely like a slow, like kind of like more of a classic storytelling type of a movie. Like, you didn't even get introduced to the main characters in their, you know, current form for probably, like, 20 or 30 minutes into the movie. Wow. Like, you're watching it, and you're like, am I going to fucking see Tom Holland at all? Is is (laughs) Tom Holland in this movie? Which one did I click on? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, it's just kind of like that slow burn, uh, very... kind of down to earth type of a story you know it's not some big fantastical oh we gotta save the world from the decepticons or something <laughs> you know it's like oh that fucking guy over there fuck that guy and then you know, <laughs> it's more of that like really yeah, that small, small hat town hat woman. <laughs> yeah that guy's a dick but it, uh, i was reading an interview. Or this uh, this article, and they're like, "Man, I feel sorry for." It was basically saying how they feel sorry for anybody who has to be in a movie with Robert Pattinson. And at first, the headline kind of made it to where like Robert Pattinson was an asshole or like treated you know people he worked (laughs) with poorly. But it's because Robert Pattinson's so fucking good in just about every movie that you're like, why would you want to get upstaged (laughs) by the guy who's not even in the main role?
2: Yeah. I mean, I thought he, he was phenomenal in Lighthouse, but we can argue about that again
1: later. Yeah, I mean, he was great <laughs> in Lighthouse. It was just a shitty movie. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. He does a a fantastic job in this movie. Uh, Robert uh, <laughs> Tom Holland does a really fucking good job in this movie as well. Yeah, and um, I really think that you know people really only know Sebastian Stan from being the Winter Soldier, but he's actually a really good actor in his own right. Yeah. So he got a little bit of a chance to kind of stretch his legs um, in the That's movie. Good. Yeah. Branch out a little. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's, it's got that just kind of that getting... old school Western-y almost vibe to it. That's mean... not in the West, but.
2: I mean, was it kind of like a, I don't know. When I watched the trailer, it kind of got a, uh, it's weird, but uh, there will be blood vibe, ish. Yeah, preacher versus the everyman or whatever. Sort
3: of.
1: Yeah, it's, it's every man that movie. kind of along those lines. It's kind of along the like that, you know, that style of storytelling. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's got its own thing. So hell yeah, yeah, it was really really good.
3: You watch that after Prisoners.
1: Yeah. You'll just be fucking. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Kind of a downer of a Saturday. Yeah, right. like, I need to get out and get some sunshine on my skin and (laughs) fucking. Bummer movies, man. Hey, bummer movies can be. I know. I mean, they're great, but like back to back, it's like, you know. Maybe I'll watch those two
2: and then I'll watch Bill and Ted.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that would be good. Like Excellent. the new one, definitely Excellent. an uplifting type movie.
3: <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, the only other movies I really
2: watched, I think I finished the, the uh, trifecta from hell from Rob Zombie. but Oh, right, right. Uh, they just didn't hold up at all. So. <laughs> but, yeah, which are just not great at nah, all. I was like, uh, this is it? This is what you're giving me?
3: Right?
1: <laughs> like, yeah. man, you would think... Th- somebody on that scope and scale of like Rob Zombie, he would make good fucking movies, but a lot of them are just...
2: Yeah, just meh. I didn't even like his Halloween take.
1: They're just kind of like shock. It's like shock cliche tropes. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this will get them. (laughs) Uh, 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 And you're like, cool, neat guy. I was pissed off
2: about the first Halloween just because he... Completely took away all the mystery from the character. Right. Like, the entire purpose of the very first one is he's just a kid that is overwhelmed by evil and you can't really explain it. So that's scary. It's the unknown. And then he took it all away and just like, he had a mean dad. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Like even the new new Halloween, the remake, or not the remake, the uh, new sequel that ignored everything else they ever did. Like that yeah. was way better. So with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis coming back. hmm
1: I did watch that one. That one was alright. Not I they're not amazing, but what are you gonna do? Doing
2: something else to it. I'm not, i they should just leave it alone after that.
1: Yeah. Um speaking of something that they should have just left alone, I watched Move On. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And it's not good.
2: (laughs) It's like. I I heard bad things about the uh, Aladdin remake, so I wasn't expecting a whole lot out of Mulan.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen the Aladdin remake, but this one is like. They took everything fun about the cartoon, like the animated movie, and then threw that all out (laughs) and just kept everything. Like, it's all just. Nobody has a fun personality. Nobody like there's not a lot of charisma the storytelling, like the story itself is kind of confusing cuz there's mm-hmm. people with what weird fucking motives and you're like wait what why are you doing this now you could have i don't all oh, right never mind <laughs> and it's just they're like like the pitch meeting for it on screen rant is it nails everything <laughs> of course it's just, they do. <laughs> yeah they're like oh it's like, oh, yeah, Mulan, the movie with the dragon and everything. It's like, no, we're not going to have the dragon. No magic. No, nothing, no, you know, it's all going to be down to earth. And then they're like, but we're also going to have a witch that transforms into a bird and a bat and does this. And he's like, what? You're like, going to
2: do that, but not have Mushu?
1: Right? Yeah, that happens. There's no, no. Mushu in the entire fucking movie. Yeah. Like and Eddie Murphy's no, still out there. He needs to be doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, and there's no singing. There's no musical scenes. It's all just fucking somber and just us uh, It's not good.
2: I wasn't on my to watch list, so yeah. I'm glad I will be skipping it. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't need to see it. No, nah. you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You're you're watching the crap, so I don't have to. Yeah. You know, I'm here for think, you. Um, the only other movies I was watching were a couple older Albert Brooks flicks. Oh yeah. So I mean, if you're into Albert Brooks as a comedian, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, know? it was kind of bigger back. Like I've been watching old SNL with the wife on, on and off for a while. Mm-hmm. And it shows up every now and then to do like the the little film interlude in old SNLs.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was the one who did like Blazing Saddles and shit, right?
2: No, that's Mel Brooks.
1: No, Mel Brooks. Oh, okay.
2: Albert Brooks
1: is like a—I don't know.
2: You'd have to look him up. Probably he's not in the modern lexicon of movies as big. So mm. I just—I saw that uh, one of my streaming services had a handful of his movies from like the late '70s and '80s. Okay. So, well, let's check this out. So I watched Lost in America. Which is starring Albert Brooks, who also directed it, and has Julie Haggerty as a his wife and he's a guy like it's an eighties executive and he's pretty much planning on him getting a promotion. So he buys like a big ass house and he puts a down payment on a Mercedes from the eighties, which whatever. Right. Yeah. So he's like counting on this promotion really heavily and he gets to work and they pretty much John, I'm like, no, you're going to New York instead. You're like, you're going to head this advertising account in New York. You're not being the vice president. Yeah. And then you have a total meltdown. Oh, geez. He's like, I put, I put eight years of my life into this damn job, and you just give me this stupid account. And they're like, it's not just a stupid account. It's Ford. <laughs> <laughs> so he like totally loses his shit, and he just tells his boss, fuck you. And like, like, you say that again, you're leaving. Like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Oh my god! So he has like a midlife crisis, yeah. And he decides like if I sell my house, we'll have a, about a hundred grand to work with, and then we can get in an RV and travel the states and buy a house in Maine and just do something else. So mm-hmm. I think they get as far as Vegas and just completely ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's pretty funny movie.
1: Like it's so. Uh, we I was having a discussion with my wife uh, earlier. We we're talking about how, in the eighties, you know, people would just they could go and they fucking put a down payment on a house and a car, blah blah blah. Like now, like everybody's kind of you know more thrifty, I guess. Yeah, yeah. More reserved with their money. Yeah, because you never know when the next collapse is gonna hit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that
2: was what this was a commentary on. It's just like eighties yuppies that get thrown out on their ass.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense.
2: It was pretty funny though, because they lost all their money in Vegas through a accident, and like we have 800 Mm -hmm. bucks to work with. And she's like, "Well, we still technically can stay anywhere we want." He's like, "Well, we're kind of stuck with Arizona or New Mexico because you know how much (laughs) fill up an RV." It's like, "Well, let's find a town and
1: like it." (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing.
2: Eventually, like I won't spoil the end if you want to watch it, but it was pretty
1: funny. Yeah, no spoilers. Don't spoil it's like, it. Fuck. <laughs> like,
2: why don't we just do that now? Just leave everything by a Winnebago. Yeah,
1: <laughs> i I've seen in the news where like Winnebago, like RV sales have actually increased with like the last yeah. two or three years.
2: I like, mean, the, the tiny boy. home thing is a thing. So yeah, like my parents have a fifth wheel trailer. They were showing me. I was like, you could just technically live in this thing. Like, why do you have a house?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one of my friends is really big on getting, like, a tiny home. Uh, I, mean, yeah. uh, I mean, it's not for me. I wouldn't be able to do it, but you know, there's other people who would totally make it work. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Do it. I, I get the
2: appeal. Like, if you want to live minimally and, like, just focus on doing stuff out the house. Yeah. You're also, like, know. when you are home, you're going to be three feet from your spouse for, like, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Well like, I don't know Maybe you it's, know like,
1: me time is I right. <laughs> maybe maybe it's me and having to been like in uh like military style dorm rooms or something. Yeah um, and you're as just often like, as I, I really have been. That.
0: I don't yeah. want that life.
1: <laughs> I'm like, mm, pass. Pass. Yeah. I mean I don't that, want no fucking like thirty thousand foot fucking, you know, square foot mansion or anything, like way yeah. too much space, but I need a little way over. Yeah, I need I need some room.
3: Yeah,
2: but I mean, uh, all right,
1: thirteen hundred feet. That's good.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, uh, you want to go ahead and call
1: it? I think we're I think we're <laughs> diverging really, yeah. from movies and music.
2: <laughs> we, we, that's the third M. That's what yeah, we're doing. The
1: M. Mm. Most
2: mm. <laughs> 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 I mean, if Mon- you want monetary
1: it, values of housing work. <laughs> like
2: the economic corner of the podcast <laughs> m-
1: millennial spending
2: what we should do is just do like the buy with all our podcast money the uh, triple m trailer and just go on tour
1: <laughs> we should we should we'll go to shows yeah and movie who releases is, who the fuck are you like, let me in a yeah. podcast coming out of the trailer all like <laughs> like Thirty crumbs or something off your fucking shirt. Yeah,
2: the White Castle Slider Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> like, sir, do you have a permit to park here? Like, don't you know who I am? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that line worked everywhere. Like, what are you, why are you throwing me out? <laughs> why are you kicking me out, bro? <laughs> Someday, when we get that Spotify money.
1: Get that Spotify money. Oh, God.
2: What I wouldn't give.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah, us right, uh, right gonna wrap this up, I think. Right on, yeah, I don't know. Do anything else. two
2: weeks, we'll come back at you,
1: yeah, yeah, well,
2: whenever we feel like it because there are no rules in there the are triple no M rules. universe.
1: That's right, there are no rules, nope. Um, but yeah, until next time, stay metal,
3: yeah,
0: stay metal.